on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We have retro beer ratings from Judgment Day 2000. I thoroughly enjoyed watching most of this show right before we started recording. And I've been, I think, drinking pretty much all day. I am severely intoxicated. This might be a very entertaining show. This might go long just because of that. Might need Joe to rein me in here. But, um, and and we also have the weekly recap and the big news of the week uh, being Jay Briscoe. We will talk a little bit about that in the beginning. Yeah, very sad stuff. But, you know, things we got to talk about on here, unfortunately. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT Wrestle Pod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 89 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And Joe, we have to start with some sad news in the wrestling world. Jay Briscoe unfortunately passed away this past Tuesday in a car accident. Both of his daughters were involved in the accident. And I know one of his daughters had to get surgery. I don't know what's going on with that yet. I don't know if you have any news on that. As far Basically as Basically what I saw from from the news report is that they're they're doing surgery and hope that she can feel her legs. Okay, but she will survive. Um yeah, I, I think it said that they're both in stable condition. Okay. But the injuries are bad enough that they ha- that that's why they're doing the surgery, which sucks. It's yeah, it's a lot to take in. Um I I will say I mean, yes, that is terrible and the fact that one of them may never be able to walk again, but I am glad that they are able to keep living. Uh, I, I think the thing that saddened me most when the news broke on Tuesday as I was watching a little bit of NXT was just the people that were sharing the... Um, I don't know if you saw the old uh, videos from quarantine when him and his daughter were doing like a cheer routine and things like that and like just... You know, being a dad now, it like almost it 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 basically did. It put me to tears. It was, it, it was it was so disheartening to watch. Like, it it really it really gave me a little gut wrench. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, it's it's obviously really sad. And then you know, I made sure I tuned into AEW at the beginning of the show because I thought this there was going to be like a really good. Uh, Jay Briscoe tribute show, just you know, just like they did for Brody Lee, yeah. And there was 
very brief mention. There was no 10 bell salute at the beginning. Uh, they just basically put a picture up on like when somebody dies in WWE, just saying, Hey, he was born. This, he died. This is his birth year and his um, death year. And that was, that was it except for, I think the commentary team briefly mentioned it. Um, they, yeah, they mentioned and, and the then people the arm- that had the armbands. Yeah. So, but other than that, there was no tribute to Jay Briscoe. Um, aside from the individual wrestlers, and I was very surprised by that. And then, well, there do was you a, do you know who's at fault here? Yeah, it's uh Warner Brothers Discovery. Apparently, yeah. like, what's that? Yeah, I'm, go on. Oh I, yeah, like they they had basically said, hey, the Briscoes can never be in AEW a long time ago, and sure, you know, uh, Foggy passed. Their, their resistance to a tribute show for a wrestler who's died and a wrestler that's loved by so many that left, I think, eight kids behind. That the hatred from the, the studio is just like way too much. He had eight kids. I I saw something like eight kids. I don't. I thought he know just had sure. the two daughters. I okay, but yeah. Um, the whole Warner Brothers discovery thing about them not letting them do a tribute show and then Tony Khan having to go repeatedly on social media saying we're doing a tribute show or a tribute thing via uh, Honor Club and you can also see it on the Ring of Honor YouTube. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I don't even know if it's up yet, but I, I would assume so because I think they filmed it last night. But um, that's that's in my opinion, that's really fucked up, honestly. Like the yeah. fact that they wouldn't even... Yes, I understand there's reasons why you wouldn't want people to show up on your uh, television programming and things like that. Sure, I get that with with troubled pasts and things like that. But when someone dies, especially in this way, and someone that's beloved by so many, like I, I just don't get it. And I, you know, I, I would like to give a quick shout out to the WWE who on their NXT broadcast... Um, one acknowledged the fact that he passed away and sent their regards and their prayers to family and friends and things like that. And then also the rumor of the new day and pretty deadly on NXT on Tuesday, they were supposed to do some sort of funeral segment where I I guess it was supposed to poke fun at like pretty deadly being done going after the tag titles and things like that. They decided not to run that and do like a, an audible real quick not to run that because of how uh, it would be in bad taste, which a very classy move. Definitely the right move. Yeah. Uh, the tribute, the tribute that, uh, not Tom Phillips, but what's that guy's name? Vic Joseph, Vic Joseph. And then, uh, you know, triple H and, and Shawn Michaels both sent something out on Twitter. Very classy move by WWE. Yeah. I don't, and I also don't want this to boil down to a WWE versus AEW who tributed better. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm not saying we're doing that, but this is definitely not one of those things. It's just like you do look at the two and you think, like, I can't believe Warner Brothers would do something like that. Like, I do, I do definitely want to come out of this saying, fuck Warner Brothers Discovery for like, like, dude, you can, you can give five minutes of your time, just you can show pictures of shit. You know, like you can show pictures of the man and yeah, celebrate his life. Yeah, I think like I would be I don't know if they can because I if they would be able to show up elsewhere. 
but I wouldn't be surprised that if there are other opportunities for TV deals, this isn't like last straw for for TK. Really? I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but you know, he's kind of been screwed over in the past. The company has been screwed over in the past, you know, with the moving moving uh AW off their main channel, at least their main show off their main channel. And yeah, the NBA, so uh, they, they will always prefer the NBA over AEW, unfortunately. Yeah, over wrestling in general. Yeah, that that's that's the unfortunate part for us wrestling fans. I don't know. Um, maybe maybe we'll have some more stuff to talk about next week with regards to this. Um, just I, like I said, I haven't watched the tribute thing on Ring of Honor YouTube. That might actually be something I do when we get off of this, if it's even up by then. Um, but uh it's 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 a tough subject to segue off of joe um but i do think i need to mention i did say it at the end of last last week's show but for those that don't listen all the way through um next week's show coming out on saturday because that's the day the royal rumble is so next week's show we will have our royal rumble predictions and the weekly recap leading all the way up to not including next week's SmackDown. So predictions will be somewhat final, but in case something happens on SmackDown next week, which I don't really expect that will affect our predictions too much predictions for Royal Rumble next week. Uh, maybe even a little debate. I have, I have some ideas. Okay. Things to talk about. And also Joe started a new that place this week. Yeah, Joe's got, Joe's got a new that place. I do. I do. Are you are you enjoying it? No, but <laughs> it, I'm not doing my actual that thing at that place. Like this this week, it's all just initial like indoctrination. Welcome to the new the new site. We're trying to get you all on the same page, and you know how when you know you, like you know training is not for you necessarily. It's for everybody else in the room. Yeah. It's like that. It's I I I like I don't even want to talk about it on this, but <laughs> there there are people coming like so the, like we have our like in the in the Navy, Department of the Navy, they have their salt prevention programs. And we've had that training every year since yep. since we've been a part of the that establishment. Now I'm working on the civilian side of the Navy uh, and they're coming in and, 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 you know, everybody takes that training and they, they understand. We had people debating sapper advocates that, oh no, well that doesn't seem that bad and, and victim blaming the people in the videos that we watch. Oh, well, you know, she, 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 she went was upstairs asked, with that guy. Did you see what yeah. she was wearing? She was asking. She was basically asking for it. I was, I was just it. sitting there dumbfounded, like, oh my fucking oh God. Oh my God, dude. How, like, <laughs> I, I, I have always watched this and I, yeah, I mean, obviously we all know this is wrong, but for there to be a debate of what the guy did wrong versus what the girl did wrong or vice versa, hang on who, um, the victim and who the, the assailant is. Oh for there to God, be a debate, dude. I was so fucking dumbfounded and pissed off. Like, I can't. So, th- so that's what it's like on the other side, huh? I'm excited for a few months from now when I'm <laughs> done with with my place. Oh my God, 
Um, <laughs> I would like to say a, a little funny thing that happened this week. I think I, I texted Joe and I asked him how it was going with, with his new that place. And he was talking about, yeah, you know, it's just a bunch of bullshit indoctrination stuff. And I was like, oh man, that sucks for you. And he was like, no, you know what really sucks is the fact that I accidentally texted my supervisor that before I texted it to you. <laughs> thinking it was you. <laughs> I could I couldn't stop laughing. You accidentally <laughs> texted that to your boss. Yeah, all this oh. shit sucks, dude. I hate this place. <laughs> oh shit, my bad. Wrong wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I totally didn't mean that about you in this job. <laughs> did what did he say back to you after that? Well, he cuz the way I put it was, yeah, it's just a bunch of uh bullshit indoctrinating and uh he's like uh well he before he answered back i was like "Ooh, sorry i sent that to the wrong person he's like yeah i understand you just have to endure that and get like get done with it and i was like okay oh my god (laughs) thank god for you that he was like not a huge douche about that because he totally could have been oh that could have been bad um you know it wasn't that bad joe was this week's retro pay-per-view segue true it was judgment day 2000 and i have a decent amount of signs what about you i got a i got a couple of signs okay let's start let's start with you um okay i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go in order for now until i see one further down that i really like um i had one that just said deport kurt angle (laughs) i saw that one i didn't write that down but i saw that one just because we've had a couple deport signs before um there there are a lot i mostly i think in the form of deport eddie talking about guerrero um i think i don't know i i don't know what my favorite sign is because none of these are excellent no i think my favorite sign though was one that just said fat ass but it was ph <laughs> oh yeah that was during the rikishi match yeah definitely talking about like the sign was up during when when rikishi was in the ring so it made mm-hmm. a lot of sense that the sign was up but it, it just I'm just trying to think about like what would have to go through my head to like what do you think our sign should say for the night? I don't know. I'm thinking fat ass. <laughs> uh all right. I got one that said China. How about some redneck heat? Yeah. Making obvious <laughs> reference to China and her Latino heat. I also um I know we talked about this a few weeks ago, but I saw a tweet this week that put the two side by side, Eddie looking at China and Dom looking at so oh wait no was it something different no yeah, i think I, it was i think it was eddie looking at china and and uh dom looking at Rhea. but it was yeah. like side by side photos of the two and i'm just like god the similarities here yeah he like and it it basically said that uh dom sub was following in his daddy's footsteps yeah <laughs> his real daddy yeah what else did you have um this one was oh, wait, weird. No, you, oh, go go ahead. I forgot you just said China. How about redneck heat? But you go ahead yeah. with another one. Uh, I saw one that said Huey Lewin F. Sorry, Huey Lewis F in rules, and I was like, <laughs> someone's really passionate about Huey Lewis. Yeah. I don't think Huey Lewis has any like super passion. I didn't think Eddie 
or Huey Lewis had any super passionate fans, but now well, I know it was, I was the wrong. folks. It was the folks in Louisville. That's what it was. Oh yeah, that's true. As we all know, we're, we're friends with a few, a few lady friends that are from Louisville, AKA Louisville, AKA Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. That's how you're actually supposed to say it. And I think somewhere on this card, I don't remember where it was, but I do, I do remember taking a note on it. Somebody on this card said Louisville and I cracked up. I th- was uh, oh it was Christian. Christian yeah. called it Louisville. Yeah. During the first match, which we'll get to. Um yeah, I do I do love doing that because it makes people from Louisville cringe and it and they hate it. So if if there's anything I like it's it's pushing people's buttons. Um I'll do I'll do two more. Uh Sean swallows my sword. Hmm. Was a sign I saw. So that's kind of weird. And then uh Man, I'm trying to pick between two here. I'll go with uh, I'd Frosty Her Malt. I'd Frosty Her Malt. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I would have to assume I, with if you're going if a man is going to frosty somebody, it has to be talking about well, semen or jizz. You know. But as far as calling someone's uh, a girl's flower a malt, I don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> I saw a sign cuz I always like when I see signs with websites on them cuz yes. I like to check if the websites are real. I got some bad news about www.wrestlingunleashed.com. I'm so glad you looked this up because I saw that and I was like, nah, I don't want to do this again cuz I've done it for so many of them." Yeah. But the it's domain, not a thing anymore. The domain is for sale. So you oh. could you, you could purchase wrestlingunleashed.com if you want. I'm going to take a hard pass. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll do one more. The one I was I was teetering between. Uh, it just said Shane is a pussy. Okay. Talking about uh, Shane I'm, McMahon. I'm, I'm glad you ended with that. Uh, I have two more. Okay. Uh, w- one that I want is see if you know what I'm talking about because I got a quick gl- glimpse of it. Uh, Jericho Benoit, and I didn't really know what I was looking at. <laughs> uh. And it, my note just says some head with a moving tongue or a long tongue. Oh, it's uh, it's a rock sign. It yeah. was um, it was a, a a sign. I don't know what the words around the head said, but it was it, a really a, it was like, it was a cartoon rock, and they they had a thing in the sign. Uh, I don't like I said I don't know what the word said, but it was the rock's head and the tongue moved for the if you smell yeah. blah, 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 blah. and that's what the word said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holy so- shit! I have, <laughs> I have three more signs. Go off. Um, one that said "Got wood?" Question mark. Okay. Yeah, uh, I had I had one about wood. It said "Wood is good." Yeah. <laughs> then I got Briscoe is true hardcore, and I wrote that about the hardcore champ, but now it means something else to me. Yes. R.I.P. Yes. And R. I. then P. my favorite sign of the night: Steph is a trash bag hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one, but I'm so glad you did. <laughs> she is she's such a trash bag hoe oh my goodness um i i i do want to go back because i forgot to talk about something else with jay briscoe and you bringing up uh gerald briscoe the at the time hardcore champion during this pay-per-view um it kind of saddens me because i don't know about you but i think this is true for you as well I was never a big Ring of Honor fan 
Uh, well, I was a fan of what they did in the past, but I had never gone back to watch anything. Unfortunately, now, and I can say for the rest of my life and everyone else, like we'll we'll never see another Briscoe Brothers match live. Unfortunately for me, I only ever got to see three of them. And it was all yeah. the FTR matches. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for the fact that I was able to see those three matches live. But I'm kicking myself for never going back. Like, obviously, now I'm going to go back and watch some old Briscoe Brothers matches and like his title run match and matches and all those things. Yeah. But, like, it'll be going back knowing what I know now and the tragedy that's happened. It's just, yeah, uh, he, he grew up with people like, Sammy Uso and Brian Danielson. Well, yeah, there was the old. I mean, um, Alex talked to me this week about the, like him, ver, like the Briscoes versus Kevin Steen and El Generico, aka Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. For those non Ring of Honor fans, that feud was amazing. Apparently, and yeah, like. I don't know. I just wish I had gone back and seen some of the old stuff before this happened. I just wish I had more time on my hands, more things to do. You know, like now when I go back, I'll be looking at it upon this perspective, knowing that Jay Briscoe has passed away, unfortunately. And yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to cloud any, it's definitely like, there's not going to be any judgment or anything, but like, it's gonna, I don't know, potentially cloud how, how, I view the match like maybe some matches that aren't as good. I will see as better just because he's passed away. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really think that like it doesn't hurt anything, obviously, but it hurts to know that such a great wrestler is, is gone from this world. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I hate to keep going back to the somber notes, but hopefully that's the last time. All right, so let's um, kick into uh, this Judgment Day thing. Yeah, uh, we this pay per view. Oh, oh, whoa! This pay per view was presented by Army Men World <laughs> World War Joe. <laughs> um, Joe, te- I think Joe started watching this pay per view way earlier than I did. I finished it today, but I think I watched the first couple matches like I don't know three or four days ago. But he texted me like last Saturday or Sunday and was like, "Send me a picture of." army men world war like the logo for this ps1 video game and was like you'll understand this when you watch the retro i was like uh okay (laughs) oh my god they would not stop fucking talking about it Um, oh that that game sounds awesome though it's a it doesn't though it doesn't sound awesome at all you're playing as little toy uh toy soldiers i would rather just play call of duty no, fuck that shit, dude. You're terrible at Call of Duty. I am really bad at Call of Duty. <laughs> I, that's why I don't play anymore. It's so hard. Like when I play Call of Duty, I need to play with friends. Otherwise, it's not fun for me. And then, like, really, the only fun thing for me is being with friends that are really good at Call of Duty because I suck so much. And then it's not fun for any of pissed. It's it's not fun for anybody that's on my team because I suck so much. Um. The other thing before the first match was uh, we we had this like theme throughout the night that um, well, I'll just say now Gerald Briscoe is the hardcore champion at this time in retro pay-per-view times and uh, he's basically having anxiety attacks all throughout the night of like somebody trying to pin him for the hardcore championship 
And we get to see that develop throughout the night. And really, I mean, in the end, nothing nothing ends up happening. Okay. He walks yeah. in and, and Pat Patterson's not there yet. And uh, the McMahons are just bossing on like he's a little bitch boy. Get us this, get us this. And I was like, okay. Yeah. He goes to get him coffee. Yeah. And then gets jumped, but doesn't lose his title. Yeah. Um, the first match of this show, we had Kurt Angle, Edge, and Christian versus Too Cool Joe. And this is step number one. And you, uh, you've been begging for this for at least a few episodes now. But you, you're want you want the you suck chance. And this is step number one towards the you suck chance. I told you last week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago, like. We're not going to get the you suck chance until Kurt Angle teams with Edge and Christian, and we're finally getting it. Yeah, yeah. I think you said it didn't happen until 2002, though. So I thought that's when the Edge and Kurt Angle feud happened, but yeah, maybe I might be wrong. Um, yeah. So this was a fun match. I like we had such a bad retro last week, and that's because it was a UK event in between actual pay per views. But this this retro right right off the start or right off the bat was more uh as you said it was edge and christian with kurt angle versus rikishi and too cool and, yep. and uh well i like edge and christian are really just like digging into their their heel tendencies now and it's a lot of fun to see well it's it's into the comedy act of their heel tendencies yeah, as well. exactly they're they're really oh, pushing yeah. into that <laughs> yeah it starts off with them coming out and they uh I don't even call the what, what kind of band it is, but they like they put like a fake bluegrass thing. Bluegrass, yeah. Uh, they put fake like missing. Um, they put on stupid uh, a banjo and they they just start strumming before uh, Rikishi and Too Cool come out. <laughs> stupid. They're just making fun of people from Louisiana, calling them stupid rednecks and stuff L- like that. Louisville. Louisville, Louisville, as Christian called it. Yeah, I don't know why I said Louis Louisiana. I don't either. Louisville's girlfriend. I think they're wife. (laughs) I think they're they're married now. Actually, I will say I think the funniest thing from this match was there was a point I don't remember what happened, but um, Grandmaster Sexay got his. Oh, that's what it was. He he was doing the running man during the match and his pants fell down. Yeah. <laughs> and JR JR he goes, "Good thing he didn't have any poop stains in his underpants." <laughs> <laughs> there, there were so many good quotes in this pay-per-view and I was like ones that I was not expecting at all. It was it was phenomenal. It was so, I Yeah, I, I got another I one. Like, what the fuck? I got another one from JR in this match that just kind of caught me off guard is edge like comes in breaks up a pinfall and then turns around and like smiles and jr's like how many teeth does that edge have 30 35 they look like large white dominoes (laughs) (laughs) okay jr (laughs) i don't remember that but i think i think that might have something to do with him doing the fake teeth thing making fun of people from lewisville no i don't know he was saying that he has a bunch of extra teeth like well, yeah, like the, toothy, what toothy does the normal smile. person have? 32 teeth, right? 32, I think. But J- JR was trying to make a point that his teeth were big. <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> there's like big white dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> My God. My God, King. He bit him. 
<laughs> as God is my witness. Um, the the dude, the crowd was fired up for this. Uh, we finally, I don't remember if I've said this on the show yet, but like I've been waiting for the crowd to chant W O R M for when Scotty Too Hotty does the worm, yeah. and they finally did it. So hopefully that's a thing from now on. Is it's just it's it's just one of the most fun moves in wrestling history. Like with with crowd involvement, it's it's honestly probably like top five up there with. I don't know. I'm trying to think of another. But the people's elbow is one of them. Rusev Day. Just like moves though, moves oh, that moves. involve the crowd. Okay. It might honestly just be the people's elbow and the worm. I don't know. Um, I have to, I would have to think. Really I don't know the five that. moves of doom now, not always, but now. Oh, at the ECW one night stand 2006, they the crowd was fired up about the five moves of doom. <laughs> I don't, during, I think it was his SummerSlam match with Roman last, last year uh, or two years ago, whatever. Um, SummerSlam 2021, when he comes back and he wrestles Roman and he does the five moves and then he, uh, he goes into the, um, he teases doing the GTS. Okay. The crowd was really fired up about him doing the five moves to doom. Well, yeah, I mean, John Cena nowadays, the crowd just cheers for anything because they adore the shit out of him. Um, as do I, 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 I enjoy seeing John Cena back anytime he comes back, but yeah, you're right. Um, back to this though, the, the crowd was just getting back to the worm. The crowd was fired the fuck up for this match. I really enjoyed it. Too Cool ends up winning. It was... Oh, yeah. This was one where it looked like... I don't remember who got pinned, but it looks like whoever got pinned kicked out like at the three count, and I didn't know if they screwed it up or not, if Teddy Long screwed it up or not. But- yeah, so so what happened was... Because I, I, I wrote a note that didn't make sense to me, but then I'm like, I started thinking about it. What I... What I wrote was Teddy Long got tricked. Okay. Um, but what I'm starting to remember is like, like Rikishi was pretty much knocked out or something like that. I don't and remember. And then he, not knocked out, but on the mat and he rolls over and he, he just like lays on top of edge and Teddy Long's counting. And then right before the three angle comes and hits Rikishi and like, it should have been a two count, but Teddy Long just kept on counting. Maybe it was that. I don't know. My note says that whoever got pinned like definitely kicked out like as the hand went down for three. So I think I think it was definitely a, like a breakup from Angle. Either way, Teddy Long or who was needs getting to do pinned? better? Dude, I don't know. Oh, Edge Edge was getting pinned. I think. I don't. I have no idea. It was. I watched this so many days ago. This match, at least. Regardless, it got a beer and a half. Yes. So that's that. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the Radicals match. It was, well, everyone except Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero versus Dean Malenko versus Perry Saturn in a triple threat match for the Europe. Yeah. For the European championship. Euro, yep. I don't know. I, I'm very glad that Eddie Guerrero won this match because this I think this just perfectly showed off the negative charisma that I talked about last week that Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn have. Yeah. I think it was like a backstage segment where they were talking to Eddie or Dean Malenko was talking to Eddie and it's just like they can't talk at all. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Like Dean Malenko, very good wrestler. Perry Saturn, 
I have no fucking clue. I don't think. Yeah, we already talked about he's a. I don't know a vegetable now or something like that. I don't think he's a vegetable. I just think he. All right, he can't wrestle anymore. We're gonna mm-hmm. like, he he. It seems like he was never good slash great at wrestling, but very glad Eddie Guerrero won this match because he was the full package. He could talk and he could wrestle. Yeah. But and he was just slimy. He was a slimy <laughs> heel, you know. Yeah. And uh, and this basically just showed like the radicals are in the process of falling apart, I guess at this point. I don't really remember this storyline from back in yeah, the day. Yeah, I mean, it, they just showed up together. It was within the the year of wrestling that we're watching right now. So it's it's not like they lasted very long either. Yeah. Um and now they're falling apart. They all just debuted together, I think. And they yeah, they did. In. They did debut together. Yeah. Um, okay, I got a question for you. Shoot. Or for, for this match, kind of. Okay. So my question is what is worse? Wade Barrett saying Bianca or Jerry the King Waller saying Latino over and over and over again. Bianca, like a thousand percent. That's the it's, easiest it's, question. It's I've not ever the had. it's not the racist uh, or the stereotypical Latina heat. <sighs> well, I mean, when you throw that racist tag on it, I mean, it makes my answer seem really bad. But like, <laughs> I kind of grew up on that. <laughs> I know kind of grew up no like just knowing that's what jerry was gonna say well and then eddie went to smackdown for all those years so yeah uh man this makes me look really bad but like still i don't i never <laughs> want to hear wade barrett say Bianca Bianca was again. terrible <laughs> it was so bad it was so bad <laughs> i don't ever want to hear it again um right. i right, will so- say <laughs> i i do have a quote during this match that i didn't understand but I also just laughed when Jerry Lawler said it. He said Perry Saturn can watch a tennis match without moving his head. Does that make any sense to you? Uh, and I, I think I think it's just let me a look stab at a picture. At, let me look I, at a picture of him. I think it's just a stab at Perry Saturn, like not having a neck, I guess, or just like being that, not flexible. I, I don't know. Uh, I, what I did I'm laugh thinking, what I'm thinking right off the bat. Is that his eyes are really far apart? Oh, he's got cross eyes. Yeah. And like his character had cross eyes, it looks like. Look at the picture of Oh, and you think that's why? That's that's like I didn't know know that, but that's what I that's what it sounded like as soon as I heard that, is that you know, his eyes were in two different directions. Yeah, that might be true. I guess that would make it yeah, that would make it just as funny. I was trying to think if that would make it any less <laughs> funny. No, it would still be funny. Just, I mean, it it would be less funny if he was a good wrestler or could like talk or anything like that. But like, it's it's funny. He sucked. <laughs> he was so bad. Um. All right. So this is a triple threat match. So it's automatically a no DQ match, right? Yeah. Those are the them's them's the rules to the triple threat, mm-hmm. Joe. And I think another rule was that. Eddie didn't have to be pinned in order to lose his title. Yes, yes. In case anyone listening didn't know the rules to a triple threat. Them's the rules. Also, China interfered and got away with it because... I counted two different interferences for China. Yeah, absolutely. And 
I also counted them as weapon uses because she had the ro- the the bouquet of roses that Eddie gave her early like, during the entrance. She sure did. What you didn't know, oh, is that there was a lead pipe inside the flowers. Really? Yeah, they pulled they pulled it out as uh, as Eddie was walking up the ramp. Eddie and China. Oh were no, shit! I did not notice that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got me there. I just. I legitimately did not know that. Well, that makes a lot of sense as to why Eddie won, because he won right after the second China interference on Dean Malenko. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it got one and a half beers. Okay. Then we had uh, Big Show versus Shane McMahon. Balls count anywhere. No DQ. All the all the, all the the things in yeah. this one. <laughs> and it was at this point where I realized what pay-per-view we were watching, and I thought I knew what happened in the main event. It turned out to be correct on that. But we'll this get to match that. was chaos. It was absolute chaos. So going off the bat, it, it started out, you know, just a typical big man versus smaller man match um, where Big Show was obviously going to win. And then let me just count the interferences. But what you didn't take into account, Joe, was <laughs> he was facing the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, that's Shane true. McMahon. That's true. All right. So we had big boss man interference. Dylan loved. We had Trish interference. We had yep. Paul Buchanan interference. Paul Buchanan. Paul Buchanan. Uh, and then we man, had. I, I only counted two TNA interferences. Testin Albert. I can't remember if I counted two or one. Uh, yeah, okay, I counted it two different times because the first time they were trying to interfere and Big Show is like, nah, caught them, hit them. So I counted two. And match keeps on going after all the interferences. And eventually, uh, while he's getting hit by, I think it was Teston Albert, maybe it was someone else, I don't really fucking care. Shane McMahon rolls a... Uh, speaker cabinet yeah it was like an amplifier Um, thing yeah an amplifier on top of him he's trapped underneath then he like pulls the the scaffolding state like set apart uh and just keeps on beating on him and eventually lays on him and gets the pin well uh, you're missing a big big detail here joe Shane McMahon wins because he hits Big Show in the back of the head with a fucking cinder block. Oh, yeah. He breaks the cinder block over his head. A fucking cinder block. I did forget about that. (laughs) This was also the match where I thought Shane McMahon uh, climbed up the the scaffolding at the entrance ramp, and he only made it up like a couple feet before Big Show pulled him down. And then that was the point where I was like, I remember what happens at this pay-per-view specifically the main event i don't remember any of the rest of this shit but there's only two more matches after well three two more matches plus the main event after this which the main event was what i remembered but yeah uh, yeah cinder block um even the big show isn't immune to getting in hit in the head with a cinder block and kicking out shane mcmahon the best wrestler in the world wins this match and it finishes with 3.75 beers yep as we move on to another battle of the Chris's submission match, Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship. Chris Benoit's yeah. Intercontinental Championship. I will say during this match, my Peacock 
was going crazy slash my internet connection was going crazy. So I had to reset my router while I was watching this. So I think I got some bad uh, beer ratings and Joe and I discussing before the show, I did miss about a quarter beer worth of beer ratings here uh, because of that. But yeah, this was a, this was basically a chop fest and then uh, just putting in your submission finishers, whether that be the walls of Jericho in the ropes or a crippler cross face, but it was good wrestling all around, like as you would yeah. expect from these two. Yeah, it was fun. Um, um, but th- there's not much to talk about in a submission match, honestly. No, not really. I kind of expected there to be a little bit more weapon use or something like that because there is no DQ in a submission match because, well, that's but it did end by ref stoppage, the... right? Yeah, in a submission hold, which uh, if it if it had ended any other way, I would have been kind of upset. Because it's a submission match. That's how it should end. Either tapping out or making your opponent pass out, which Chris Jericho did in the crossface. Uh, but that was basically because Chris Benoit turned it from a crossface into a cross throat as he was just yeah he was yanking on his throat. Out. Yeah, it was kind of gross, honestly. Um, yeah, but it was a good match. Jericho uh, bled from his nose after the match. Uh, Benoit retains. It got two point seven five beers. Yep. Let's see. The next match. Next match. Okay. Right off this the bat. This was kind of fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was Degeneration X versus the Dudleys. Same same setup of Road Dog and X Pac. Mm-hmm. Um, accompanied to the ring by Tori. Tell, Why? Me you have, tell me you have quotes for this. I don't oh, have a ahead. quote. Oh, go ahead with I, your, I, your question, I, though. It, it was right at the beginning of the match. I got kind of pissed off. And then I, I wrote, why are we tagging in a table match? Oh, my God. Yes. Why was this a normal tag match during a tables match? I had no idea. Like, it didn't make any fucking sense. No, not none at all. I, I don't know the answer. You have to ask Vince McMahon or any four of these dudes, possibly even Tori. She might know the answer, but um, probably not. She's yeah, so probably stupid. not. Um, I do have quotes for this, though. J.R., this is probably my favorite quote of the night where J- JR was like, we've got matches with many rules throughout the night. We'll try to keep you abreast of those. <laughs> and King goes, you said abreast. <laughs> <laughs> he just started out. He's like, you said abreast. <laughs> I just couldn't. I could not contain myself from laughing at that. Just Jerry Lawler being horny as shit and being like, you said breast. JR, you stupid bitch. And then JR also said after horny JR here during this match, talking about Tori. Uh, he said, Tori has got a bullseye on her ample chest. Wow, dude. <laughs> grow up. Oh, JR. JR <laughs> needs JR needs to grow up, is what needs to happen. Um yeah. <laughs> But this was basically an elimination style table match where like both members of the team, each team had to go through a table. And, you know, it's a tables match. You figure the Dudleys are going to win. Devon actually goes through a table first, then X-Pac. Um, but X-Pac and Devon don't leave. And then all kinds of shit happens. Mike Kyoto goes through a table before anyone else. Then the Dudleys do a 3D and put uh, Road Dog through a table. But Kyoto's down. Yeah, so he doesn't see it. And you would think the Dudleys would have won the match, but because Mike Kyoto was down, they didn't. So obviously DX wins the match. Uh, they end up putting Bubba through a table later. 
Yeah, they put him through the table, and then uh, Jerry Briscoe shows up again. Oh yeah, he just walked out there for no reason. I wrote fucking Briscoe. Um, Yeah, Jerry Briscoe walks out, and he wakes up Mike Chioda, and Mike Mike Chioda wakes up and sees that Devon is through the table, or uh, Bubba's through the table, rather. Yeah. And uh, he calls for the end of the match, and DX technically wins. Technically. Technically, the Dudleys win the match. But on the Wikipedia page and on the pay-per-view, DX won the match, unfortunately. They got two and a quarter beers. Yeah, this would have been way better if it was tornado tag rules. Like the whole time. Like it did end up devolving into that. But yeah, yeah, if it would have been like that the whole time, it would have been so much better. I think. All right. Before we get into Rock versus Triple H with a special guest referee of HBK. Uh, Triple H and HBK have a backstage segment where they're basically just catching up. And Triple H is like, hey, you going to wear those shorts the ring? (laughs) I knew you were going to ask me about this. And, yeah. and Sean like, Michaels, yeah, of course I am. Sean Michaels I? looked ridiculous in his booty shorts during in, in his referee outfit. It was <laughs> did you so but, funny. Did you hear what Triple H said to to him? Oh my god, no! What H uh, HBK says? Yeah, of course I'm going to wear the wear these shorts. Why wouldn't I? And Triple H goes, I don't know. It looks like you're smuggling bananas down yes, there. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god, dude! It was so funny. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I can't believe I didn't write that down. But yeah, that was hilarious. Th- th- those two and their chemistry just it's top notch. But yeah, let's uh let's get into this main event match. We had Triple H versus The Rock, special guest referee, Shawn Michaels, Iron Man, 60 minute Iron Man match. And I thought that this was false count anywhere, but it definitely That's because watched, I misinformed you. Okay, watching it back. I was like, what the fuck? This is definitely not false count anywhere. It was not. It was the, the like, I, cause again, I watched it before you and I told you that we might be on uh record watch and you're like, what? Blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's a long match, but that doesn't mean anything. And I said, nah, dude, it's no DQ false count anywhere. And that's because earlier in the night, like, cause I hadn't watched this match yet. Uh, so it, I was listening to the commentary team talk about the other matches in the night. And I heard that, uh, that the, I must've heard that the uh, big show Shane match was no DQ false count anywhere. And I just wasn't paying attention to what the team was saying. And I I thought they were talking about the main event. So when I texted you about it, it, I hadn't watched the match yet. And I hadn't even watched the other, the big show uh, Shane match. And I just said the wrong thing. Yeah, I know exactly what segment you're talking about because that's also like after you texted me that and then I saw this backstage segment between the McMahon Helms Helmsley family, all that like and yeah, that's exactly what it there. was actually. Um it definitely did make it seem like this match was gonna be false count anywhere. It most certainly was not because Shawn Michaels was doing count outs and all that kind of shit. And I was like, there's no way this is false count anywhere if there's count outs and shit. So basically, throughout this match. Before the match starts, Triple H sends the McMahons back back to the back, and we have our Iron Man match. Um, Rock gets a fall. Triple H gets two falls. I know. Triple H goes up three to one. I think the Rock then comes back, and toward the end, it ends up being like four to four. I think it was five to five. Four to four, five to five. It's tied with a couple oh, minutes left. Yeah. 
actually here. The Wikipedia page has the breakdown. Uh, oh. Rock gets a Rock gets a pinfall. Then Triple H gets a pinfall. Um, then Triple H gets another pinfall and another pinfall. So now we're three to one. Rock uh, hits a DDT, gets a pinfall. Uh, Rock gets another pinfall because Triple H is disqualified for hitting Rock with a chair. Okay. Um, so now we're three to three. Triple H gets a fall uh, using the ropes for leverage. And then oh, remember that. Rock passes out in a sleeper hold. So now we're five to three in favor of Triple H. Uh, Rock gets a pinfall because of a countout. And then... Oh, and then the people's elbow. The people's elbow. Up. So now we're 5-5. Five, five. And that was and like then, with two minutes left. Yep. Uh, yeah, this was at 57-59 uh, out of an hour, obviously. So then so then the McMahons come back out. They try to cause some ruckus. Shit's going crazy. Michaels isn't doing shit at that point. Then we get a big return from the debuting gimmick of the American Badass Undertaker. Yep. The Undertaker's back, and he just goes ham on the McMahon family, and then eventually hits. Uh, he just choke slams everyone, and then hits Triple H with a tombstone right before time expires. Shawn Michaels calls that as a DQ finish as time expires, and Triple H is the new WWF champion, winning I guess six to five. It was just all out abs like. The final two minutes was just absolute fucking madness, and The Rock got screwed by The Undertaker. Yep. Now, don't read the very face Undertaker. Yeah. Do not read the aftermath on the Wikipedia page for this one. Oh, no. Can you give me... Can you tell me what you just spoiled yourself on without telling me what exactly happened? Um, Kane makes a return shortly after, and now we have three faces... And a couple's going into the next pay-per-view. Interesting. Um, and I could I could even give you that and be a three on three tag match between Taker, Kane, and uh Rock versus Triple H, Vince and Shane. At the next pay-per-view? At King of the Ring, yeah. Oh boy, I'm excited for that. But Love we got a good Vince McMahon match. Yeah, we do have to wait, uh, honestly, a few weeks because we have Rumble predictions next week, Rumble beer ratings the week oh. after, and then NXT Vengeance Day after that. And then I think after really? that. Yeah, NXT Vengeance Day is the weekend after the Rumble. Oh, okay. Then after that, I think we're waiting on Revolution or whatever pay-per-view WWE decides to do between the Rumble and Mania. Yeah, if know. we have an elimination, I don't know chamber. what happens first. I think. Oh wait, no, that was last year. That elimination. I think chamber they are going to do elimination chamber, Joe. But we, we can I like talk it. about that. We can I talk like about there that. being an elimination chamber to, for the other championship. The rumors are hot in the street, but we can talk about it during SmackDown. You talking about the Rock stuff? No, I'm not oh, actually. Wow. Um, this main event got eight beers, and Judgment Day 2000 finishes with 20 total beers. Have not put it in the in the beer ratings database yet, but I do. I, I would very much just like to segue right into what we were just talking about, though, with the bloodline, the and the elimination chamber rumors that I'm hearing, Joe. Okay. See, I didn't see rumors. I saw dream booking. So. What's your What's the dream booking you saw? Uh, it went along the lines of 
Let's see. Um, final two, Rock and Sammy. Roman okay. Reigns comes out and eliminate not a competitor, but eliminates The Rock. See, I don't think The Rock's going to be in the Rumble. I don't either. But some people think Rock is going to win the Rumble. By the way, so yeah, he's uh, he's, he's going to be a heavy favorite in the betting odds, but I don't think he's going to be in it. He doesn't yes. need it. So yeah, so people are saying that's that means Sammy is going to win. Or just this one person who who wrote about their dream booking. So Rock eliminates or gets eliminated by Roman, who's not a competitor. Sammy wins the Rumble. And then uh like Sam I don't maybe it wasn't Sammy winning. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it was Cody winning. It doesn't really fucking matter. Um, except that it does, because the next thing said that uh Roman was gonna be defending one of his titles in uh an elimination chamber match rock was going to come out and repay him for making him lose the rumble. And Sammy was going to be the only other person who hadn't been eliminated yet out of that elimination chamber. So now we have a title off of Roman, uh, with Sammy Zayn as the champ and rock. Okay. And Roman now feuding with the other title. So that's sort of similar to the rumors that I'm hearing that may or may not actually be happening is that, Roman versus Sammy at the at eliminate at the elimination chamber pay per view is happening, happening for for a title. I would just a singles match is what it seems like, but I mean after what happened on SmackDown this week, we had the Sammy uh, Sammy Zayn versus Kevin Owens one on one match. The uh, Paul Heyman tells Sammy earlier in the night that the Usos and Solo Sokoa like the Bloodline's not there to help him. It's it's Sammy by himself. Sammy takes on has this prideful moment of like, yeah, I'm going to beat Kevin Owens myself, make the bloodline proud. During the match, Sammy has Kevin Owens lined up perfectly for the for a haluva kick for the win, and then the Usos come out, interfere, Owens wins the match by DQ, and then they just start the onslaught of Kevin Owens as Sammy just stands there and watches his former best friend getting beat down, and my God, this fucking storyline, I when I didn't think it could get any better, the emotions and the storyline, it just it keeps getting better and better every week. Yeah. Because this was perfection. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, so Sami Zayn clearly is, I don't know, at a crossroads with like his his emotions and his thoughts here. And uh, I really just over like what who who does his allegiance lie with anymore? Um I think it still aligns with the bloodline, but yes. I mean now now we're in SmackDown. But Kevin as a, Owens versus as a Sami viewer, Zayn. as a viewer, you're you're brought to believe that maybe he's rethinking his allegiance. Yeah, because, because of all of this. Be, yeah, because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were having a great match. Sami Zayn looked like he was going to win, and then the Usos come and interfere, and now first off, Sami loses. Uh, and Sammy wasn't able to prove himself to Roman like he was supposed to because the Usos interfered when they weren't even supposed to be there that day. Right. So, and Sammy looked, he looked genuinely upset that that was the outcome of the match. Yeah. And the, and he looked upset the fact that Kevin Owens got the shit beat out of him afterwards. Yeah. I didn't really see that as much. Like I, I, that's not, I perceived it. He was very hesitant to put the one up for we, the ones. Yeah. But I, that, I don't but, know, man. But to, to me, that was, 
I'm so upset that this group took away my opportunity. I was supposed to be proving myself to Roman and the Usos just showed up and stole all the thunder. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, that's what, like, that's why he seemed upset and he wasn't to me. That's just, and, and maybe that's what we're supposed to be doing is perceiving this different. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow on SmackDown. I don't remember what they have booked, but um, when we talk about Raw, Raw 30 is going to be an event. I really could see the Usos losing that Raw Tag Team Championship. Oh, yeah. I think they will. I think so, too. And who is it, too? Uh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. And and they're the perfect people to hold the title right now, honestly. They're they on ha- fire. They, they are. They're doing great. We'll get to that a little later. More stuff on SmackDown. They held a... Uh, before SmackDown, they held a talent meeting beforehand where... Um, more of the sales stuff and rumors going around, but they, they basically held a talent meeting like, yeah, Vince is back. Uh, Triple H is still in control. All yada, yada, yada. Um, as far as creative goes, Triple H is still in control. So still not a whole lot has come out about the sale and moving forward with all of that. I think there's been another, uh, lawsuit against Vince McMahon, which, which is good to hear. Uh, at least from our perspective, because we hate him. Yes, um, true. But we'll we'll see. There's there's still more. Um, we had Gun- Gunther versus Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental Championship this week, and like a classic big meaty men slapping meat match, which I actually thought was pretty fucking good. Because yeah, but it, but it was good because of 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 Walter Gunther. Yeah, whatever you want. It wasn't good because of Braun. Braun, no. you know that I've never thought that Braun was that good. No, he's terrible. I fucking <laughs> hate I don't like him either. He's he needs to go away. But he won't. He won't go away. That's the thing. No. Well, we he was gonna go away the first time either. And then and right then after he, did. he right after he lost the universal title, he also lost his job and, and went he, to he had to but at least he, he got the opportunity. Out. Like that that was somebody else uh choosing his narrative for him. But after that, he got to control his own narrative. That's true. Good for him. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I had for SmackDown, because I don't really know. Um, I guess there's two things. I'll start with the smaller one. And it's not really even that small. Liv Morgan is becoming a crazy person right up before the Rumble. Which is I'm, nice. I'm kind of liking this character change for her. She's definitely going to be turning heel. Well, because it is a character. That's yeah. the thing is it is a care and she's not facing Ronda Rousey. That's true. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. It's good to see that happening with her. Um, She's definitely full on. She's going to be a full on heel here very soon. I don't know if it's going to happen at the rumble or shortly after, but I do think she's going to make a very deep Royal rumble. I don't know. Didn't appearance. she say she was entering number one? She wants to. Yeah. Okay. Good for her. Um, I think she's almost a lock to be in my final four for next week, but obviously put that in pencil as of right now. There's still obviously lots of changes that could happen. Wait, whoever she faced this week, she like basically said, oh, it was it was Raquel was like, why the fuck would you want to enter at number one? That's stupid. <laughs> That's uh, very like, it, it's very true. It is very stupid. But like live, like I said, Liv Morgan's becoming a crazy person. Yeah. So um, I don't know. And just she slapped the shit out of Raquel in the face. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, and so that's when I texted you, and I was like, I think that, 
I think that Liv my or sorry, Raquel and Rhea are my favorites to win. And definitely want it to be Rhea. Oh, same. Yeah. I definitely want Rhea to win. And Judgment Day now has the tag titles. However, comma, counterpoint, Rhea versus Beth Phoenix at WrestleMania will cool. not happen. That's if true. Rhea wins the Royal Rumble. We'll do it at SummerSlam then. I don't care. No, Rhea's not going to win the Royal Rumble. Okay. Then, 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 like, be, I, uh, if they're doing Beth versus Rhea at Mania, Rhea's not going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand. But I think Raquel would be a really good pick if Rhea doesn't doesn't win. Yeah. I agree. Um, the only other I think thing a strong, that, that's a oh, strong final four or Rhea, final three. Rhea, Raquel, and Liv. Yeah. I just got to figure out the fourth one in there. I don't know. Maybe. No. I think. I don't know. The the Alexa stuff is weird right now, and I'm just kind of letting it happen. Yeah. She won't. Oh, I mean, she won't even be in the Rumble. She's facing Bianca. At main, oh, at right. She's Yeah, she's facing Bianca. Bianca. Um, <laughs> the only other, speaking of Alexa Bliss and her ties to Bray Wyatt, um, this all this Bray Wyatt shit that happened on SmackDown, like, I don't know what to think of it. Definitely going to be some weird shit that happens at the Royal Rumble in this pitch black match. Obviously, if you didn't think that you're dumb as shit, but I think it's going to be something that none of us were expecting. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to see how how many Mountain Dew pitch blacks they can chug. That would be pretty fucking cool. Honestly, just like have a chug (laughs) off of Mountain Dew pitch black. Whoever pukes first loses. Yeah, that would be so cool, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like one of the greatest matches of all time. Yeah, no one would ever beat that match. Um, what about Rampage, Joe? Did you watch Rampage last week? I, I watched Rampage actually. What? Um, let's see. I think Eddie I actually. Thinks- I think I think I watched half of it. Either I either watched half of Rampage this past week or the week before, and I don't remember. I don't know. Eddie Kingston and Ortiz versus Kings of the Black Throne. Um, Never mind. I watched Rampage half of Rampage two weeks ago. That settles that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, I guess the only notable thing is there was debate on the internet after the the women's tag match, which was Anna Jay and, and Tay Mello versus Ruby and Willow. Yeah, I saw lots and it was of a uh, bloody pictures. Yeah. It, and you know that I, in general, don't like bloody matches. But? But, yeah, you, you know that. Like yeah, really, but I, I sensed the butt coming. But when people that do like bloody matches then come out and say, oh, well, I don't like when women bleed. That's just hypocritical. Oh, it's so hypocritical. Ric Flair even like, and, and I know we don't care what Ric Flair says, but he even came out and he's like, well, I don't like when women bleed. And I'm like, well, it doesn't fucking matter what you like. Like, <laughs> It doesn't matter what you think, Ric Flair. <laughs> but yeah, that that shit's just stupid. Like, if you're a fan of gory, bl- bloody death matches, then you kind of make yourself look like an asshole if you're like, well, except I only like men, like when men do it. Yeah, it's kind of uh, I don't know, sexist. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I think I think that's the perfect word to describe that. Yeah, pretty sure. I like pretty- like I don't mind some blood. But that was a lot of blood. <laughs> when I see a good crimson mask on the internet the next day after watching after uh, Rampage was on, I was like, oh, damn. 
that's <laughs> that sounds like it was awesome but i never went back and watched it because it's rampage if it was on any other show i might have went back and watched it yeah so that was the main event um and I think the only real noteworthy thing that happened, uh, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz really seem to not like each other very much. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I do remember watching Dynamite last week, and there was some sort of backstage thing where they were like setting up that match, and they seemed really upset at each other. I don't know yeah. what's going on there, but <laughs> Ortiz just can't keep a tag partner. <laughs> Why Santana's still very much hurt from the blood. Well, I, I know, but they're also not going to get back together. Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, something happened between them where they don't like each other anymore. Like for real, for real? Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Time heals all you, all wounds, Joe. We'll see. Except for Chad dying, <laughs> which is less of a wound and more of a Yeah, it was Conan. Death. Conan came and said that Santana and Ortiz were no longer on good terms. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll see what happens when Santana comes back, whether or not that's true. If Conan said it, it must be true, though. Yeah. He's a great talk show host. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into Raw. Um, A lot of Raw uh, kind of centered around building up for this coming Monday, Raw 30, Raw's 30th anniversary. The biggest news probably being the Bloodline stuff of next week on Raw. Every generation of the Bloodline will be at Raw 30. Uh, basically to acknowledge Roman Reigns, I'm pretty sure. Um, and this just has to be where The Rock either does or does not show up. And if he does, obviously does not acknowledge Roman Reigns. And if he doesn't, the Roman Reigns calls him out. Oh, sorry. You're talking about the, the bloodline thing? Yeah. And how every generation is going to be there? Yes. And you said something I was reading about. Sorry, I totally missed. Yes, I said all of the things. I said all of those things just now described what's happening next week on Raw 30 with regards to the bloodline. And you talked about how people think that that is the opportunity for Rock to show. So I'll just go ahead and repeat myself. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, either the Rock shows up and does not acknowledge Roman Reigns. That starts everything there. Or the Rock doesn't show up and Roman Reigns gets upset because the Rock is a generation of the bloodline and yeah. Roman Reigns calls him out. It's one of those two things. <laughs> Sorry. Which is what I said <laughs> about 30 seconds ago. Yeah. I was still reading about Santana and Ortiz. Your thoughts, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, I think that's good, but I think it's more likely that rock doesn't show up. Me too. And that like, if if he obviously if he does show up, we know we're getting the match. If he doesn't show up and Roman doesn't say anything about it, oh, then we're not getting it. Then, yeah. If this is the start of the build, then I'll be very happy. I, I think it almost I think has to be. Good, it's a good way to set it up, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see other stuff. We had the uh, the ex-con Dom. <laughs> that was like the funniest line I heard on 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 Raw this week. Uh, Finn Balor called Dom an ex-condom. Maybe not knowing that he called him a condom or a former condom. <laughs> I don't know. Did you did you not catch on to that? No, I didn't. <laughs> the ex-condom <laughs> called him a condom. Prison yeah. Dom is now a condom. Even more of a sub. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, biggest biggest news. Biggest news of the week, Joe. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah, it's not going to be a surprise return. <laughs> Are we upset or are we happy? 
I kind of, I, I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, well, there goes that as a surprise entrance. Do you think, not on the card? Do you think they announced Cody Rhodes for the Rumble because they have bigger, better surprises in in the like? Honestly, in the I wings? think it's because Cody already had his his surprise return this year. That could be true. Yeah. Um, and this is just like they, they've been playing the video packages for so long, so everyone knew that he was showing up at that point. Not and everyone. This, there has to be some really dumb people out there. Well, you know I know some dumb people now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Women can't bleed. That's that's no. Talking about those people, right? No. Talking about <laughs> Women bleed all the time. <laughs> it's scary. Oh, God. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the rampage, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know where to oh, go with this. Uh, I yeah, I don't know where to go Co- either. Cody, Cody's the obvious. Cody's the. Uh, I'm definitely keeping that in. Cody's the obvious favorite though to win this Rumble. Now, um, I think that The Rock will not be a part of the Rumble at all. I hope that he's not because The Rock doesn't need to be in the Rumble to face Roman Reigns at Mania. Yeah, true. It's The Rock. He does not need to win the Rumble, and he doesn't need to be in the Rumble just to be eliminated. Why would The Rock come back just to be eliminated from the Rumble, even if it's at the hands of Roman Reigns? You don't need that to be your jumping-off point for the Mania match. You don't need The Rock to be in the Rumble. So yeah, I think I, it's I almost think the, a shoe in for Cody to win the Rumble at this point. Yeah. With Sami I mean, Zayn probably coming in second. First, I don't know, actually, yeah. actually. I don't know, actually, because Cody would get the shit boot out of him. That's true. Sammy might be in the final four, though. Cody will definitely be going against some diabolical heel so that the crowd cheers when he wins. There's no way he eliminates Sammy because he'll get the shit boot out of him, a la Roman Reigns in 2015. Yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. I'm so... I fucking love Royal Rumble season. I I might watch a couple Rumbles tomorrow while I'm doing nothing sitting here at my house editing yeah. the show. I'm excited. Oh man, I'm so excited. What what else did you have for Raw? We can get through the rest of this show here. Uh the return of Omos, who I was saying last week I was glad wasn't there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um yeah, so Omos returned, which uh, he returned to help Bobby Lashley become the number one contender. I forget who he attacked. I right? I I have to admit I barely watched the second half of Raw this week, so okay. I don't remember. I forgot he had a he had a match before that, but still. So yeah, now we're well, getting Lashley. Bobby. No, Lashley won the the main event, the six pack challenge or whatever. Yeah, because almost came out during that as well. But I thought almost had a match earlier in the he night. He did. He had a match versus Elias, but then he came out in the end and attacked and whoever was Bobby? still in. What's oh my yeah? God, did I even watch this fucking show? No, yeah, it was Rollins and Lashley were the only two people still in, I think. Jesus, I'm such a fraud. And almost comes out. He like throws Rollins over the announce table. Uh, and then I know Bobby won. And he's facing Theory next week for the US title. Yeah. 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 So that's what happened. Almost came out, attacked Rollins, and then I think Austin Theory got physical too. Um Rollins takes down theory and now he's tired because he just took down theory and Lashley spears him and Lashley wins. 
Either way, Raw 30 next week is going to be a fucking spectacle. Is that next week? Is yeah. is that match next week? Yeah, that and then uh, Becky versus Bailey, a.k.a. Karen, in a steel cage match next week. Oh, what did she say? She called her like a something Karen. I don't know. She's I like, just, That's I not just my have... name, actually. And Becky's Becky's <laughs> yeah. like, you cabbage, you, you like cabbage smelling Karen. That's not that's <laughs> not like, do you even know what this me- that means? <laughs> I don't. Remember. I love when she says people smells like smell like cabbage. <laughs> cabbage yeah, smells really then, bad. But then uh, KP was like, "Oh, that's a really mean thing to say in Ireland." <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Oh, I well, it, I don't yeah, know. Like because Becky every St. Patrick's Day, Becky they... calls her a dork. Um, and uh, KP was like. Oh yeah, see that's that's a really big insult in in Ireland. And then he's and then she's like, "You cabbage Karen dork," and he's like, "That's worse." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's dude, funny. You just crushed that. <laughs> um, dude, but yeah, that's happening next week in a steel cage match. So Raw Thirty is gonna be great next week. Yeah, We're, we have the bloodline I mean, stuff, the steel cage lucky. match. We we get we get both Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Which is just awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> bloodline stuff, steel cage match, US title, and then all of the here's all these legends that'll be there. Hall of Famers that'll be there next week. Rick Flair, Hulk Hogan, uh, the Bellas, uh so uh the Undertaker. This is off of memory. Teddy Long. Teddy Long's gonna be there, yep. Uh the wild Samoans are gonna be there. Oh yeah, I mean all of the bloodline except for the Rock, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to Raw 30 next week. I will be tuning in, hopefully live. I'm driving back to Maryland next uh, on Monday, so but I am leaving pretty early, so I should be back in time to watch it live. I, I'm very very hopeful of that. Yeah. If I don't watch I'm, Raw live next week, I'm going to be pretty upset. I should I should be able to watch the whole thing before I get sleepies sleepies <laughs> i'm actually speaking, on a sleep schedule now <laughs> speaking of, speaking of things that made me sleepies nxt <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could not even stay up on tuesday night past like nine o'clock to finish this <laughs> yeah this um well, let's see alba fire joe don't care she is a wet blanket she's got the personality of a wet blanket or maybe a wet piece of bread yeah that's like my number one note from NXT. <laughs> There's not a lot. I, I like kind of this Sol Ruka Fire girl. To, I kind of want Alba Fire to go. Yes, Sol Ruka. She's fun to watch. Uh, that's actually my note. Alba Fire is a wet br- blanket. Sol Ruka is not. So I didn't skip that match. Sol Ruka is fun to watch. Yeah, she's she is fun to watch. She uh, she I, I don't even know what the name of her move was. Um, I from do, the top rope, but yeah. she but it it was it was a cool move. Unfortunately, she did bite her lip while she was doing it, and and let, like as she walked up the ramp, she had a bloody mouth. Oh, really? I didn't actually. I, so it looks like it a kind of yeah. <laughs> Show me me sleepy. It looks like a kind of dangerous move, but I like it. She, I've seen a lot of highlights on it of on Twitter of people posting it from what her doing it on NXT Level Up. Yeah. So I knew. I'm actually very surprised that she won the match. Yeah. So, but the other the other weird thing. Well, not weird thing. The other cool thing was last week for NXT, she was in that battle royal and she did a Kofi 
uh, Kofi, uh, which I think we talked about. Yeah, she did the Kofi spot. She did like a, yeah. a handstand all the way around the ring. Well, around like a quarter of the ring and then lifted yeah. herself back so she's, into She's kind of fun right now. I like her. She's very fun. I'm very excited to see what she turns into, but she, she's going to be fun to watch here in the next year. Future mm. NXT Women's Champion, Soul Ruka. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, Don't like Thea Hale. Thea Hale seems coked out all the time. She, she uh, She's cokey spice. She had bad vibes this week, <laughs> Joe. She had really bad vibes, actually. They had that um that backstage segment with Chase U where they got the footage of what's his face Duke Hudson talking shit or something like that. He he mm-hmm. said some wrong things and Andre Chase saw the footage and he was like uh, they were saying something about who took the footage and Thea Hale the whole time was like pointing at herself and like shaking her head and pointing at herself shaking her head like being like a coked out woman girl whatever she is she's a girl let's be honest she's like a 18. child still. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely her that filmed it and she's trying to get Duke. Uh, it, it, bad vibes. Bad vibes on Chase U right now. But she did win her first match ever, I think. I think that was her first win. Was it? I think so. I think that like she that's why she was so cokey and excited after. I think I skipped that match. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I didn't care. Um then we had the not funeral segment. Mm-hmm. We do have Vengeance Day, a triple threat tag team match between Gallus, New Day, and Pretty Deadly, which it will be very good. To include, we have the Steel Cage match, NXT Championship, Breaker versus Waller, the rematch. Uh, the Women's Championship is a triple threat. Talked about that last week, but the two toxic girls and, oh my God, name, Roxy. Uh, yeah. There's another match that they've announced, but I don't remember what it is. I don't know. Um I could easily pull it up on Wikipedia right now, but I don't. I, I don't know. Um, look at my notes and see if I can figure it out. But you go ahead. I wish they would stop changing all body. Wesley hobby. versus Dijak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yes, wish they would. Big body. I wish hobby, they would sorry. stop trying to get me over on that guy. First off, he was just a douchebag. Big body Javi. Now he's playing guitar all shitty. Just stop. He's not going to work. But Joe. You hate him, right? Stop. I hate you don't hate like do him. This. You don't like him. Therefore, when he was trying to do his guitar thing in the ring, and then all of a sudden Tyler Bates music hits to have a match with them, you're like, fuck yes, dude. Let's go. I, I love Tyler. I, but Bate. I don't like when you do this. There, yes, I love Tyler Bates. But I don't like when you do this. When I don't like like there are heels that are good at being heels, and then there are people that you just don't like because their character doesn't work. Don't tell me there's not. Natalia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You're right. Big body hobby sucks. Yeah, he does. But that's not to say that I'm not excited for Tyler Bate to be back. Very excited for that. Yeah. Very excited, even though it wasn't a good match. You know what's going to be an excellent match over the summer is Tyler Bate versus Grayson Waller for the NXT championship. You know what? Just yeah, Grayson. I do think Grayson Waller's the next NXT champ. But and I, I I think Mello and Breaker get moved up, and that's why Mello's not in the picture. So yeah, that's that's my reasoning behind that. But I think all four of those guys should are already main roster worthy. But that's just me. Um, anything else on NXT? No, I think I already oh, closed. Tiffany it out. Stratton. The women hate her. I don't anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't hate her anymore. <laughs> Um, she's got some cannons yeah. in her repertoire. <laughs> all of a sudden, that's all I gotta say about that. 
Dynamite. Joseph? Dynamite? Yeah. What you got for Dynamite? Uh, so let's talk about Young Bucks versus Top Flight because this was awesome. Um, let's start actually by saying Dynamite had three, possibly the three best matches of the week yeah. on the same show. Yeah. Bucks versus Top Flight, Danielson, Bandito, and Darby uh, Kushida. Darby, yeah. Darby and Kushida. I don't think Kushida's around. But I mean, those are the, I think those are up there for the three best matches of the week. Okay. Because the year young. Because the year is young, I'm willing to say that um, Bandito and Brian is the match of the year so far. Well, you haven't watched Omega Osprey, so I'll give you that. That's true. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Not my match of the year, but you can have it. All three of these matches were excellent. But yes, uh, the Bucks and Top Flight, I think... Well, actually, no, you say you think uh, Danielson and Bandito was the best of the three. Yeah, because like, honestly, like Bucks and, and Top Flight w- was a good match, but it was, you know, it was it wasn't either of their best matches. Was it a little but, too flippy dippy for you, Joe Stroman? Not at all. I love flippy dippy wrestling. Um, No, I just I just think that what really sold this match as, as a great match was the fact that Top Flight got put over by the Bucks. Yeah, like that. That's like it was already a good tag match. I like flippy dippy wrestling, but it like the the true winning moment in this. What made it great was that top flight is is being put over. I think that I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, me neither. Uh, are they undefeated since turned or no? Because they flight, lost. So. They, lost they lost to Mox and Claudio, I think. I thought didn't they have a match at the Ring of Honor pay per view that they lost? Mm, I don't think did they. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, there's no way. All of the uh, I will say also for the entire Dynamite, like the the armband tributes for Jay Briscoe were awesome, and then particularly in the Young Bucks match where they did the um, oh my god the Doomsday Device tribute to the Briscoes. Uh, somehow. I, I mean, that would have been a perfect ending for me is for them to just win off the Doomsday device. And then that match went like 10 more minutes after that, which was fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the match was incredible. As far as other stories on Dynamite, uh, other than the three matches, um, the only thing I have... Actually, I have two things. Do you want to go with men's or women's story here? Let's go men's because I don't really like the women's story right now. All right. Is uh so this is story and doesn't have anything to do with matches involving the night. Is Hangman Elite uh, oh my god, is Hangman Page about to make amends with the Elite? He's about to make amends with someone. It has to be the Elite, right? Yeah, I don't think it's uh the other guys. Um I think we're doing that. this. I, I I don't know where the sixth person comes in, but like Bucks, Kenny. That's three people. Hangman, Adam Cole. You just need one more person, and we can do this. What? What? The six man. Oh yeah. I don't know where the allegiances lie or anything. I but... don't know what's going on with Kyle O'Reilly right now. Yeah, I don't know. I they they could easily find someone else. I yeah. feel like they. Jay White. Jay White's on the market soon. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. He's going somewhere. He's going somewhere. It's either going to be AEW or WWE, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, 
So did what was up at the end of that segment? <laughs> that was weird. It's like they they talk. It was an obvious like backstage interview shoot. Where it was, and then they're like, uh, he's like, are we good now? Is that is that all you need? Uh, and she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I think we earned our paychecks there. And then he's like, but seriously, how is how is he doing? And Renee was like, you know, he he's been hurt at, at, in some way for the last ten years or the him. But it was like the interview ended and then they still ta- started talking, breaking kayfabe. Hey, Hangman Page was like, actually, can I ask you something? And she was like, yeah, go ahead. And, and then he was like, mm, you know what? Never mind. There's something yeah. there's something more that uh, they're they're going to drag it out for a little bit. But 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 I don't know what it could it, be. I mean, obviously, it's something with him and Mox. But yeah, it, it's no weird. Idea. It's weird that they purposefully broke kayfabe on TV. I don't think they broke kayfabe. They did. He, she said, "Okay, the interview's over," and then kept like talk to her like it wasn't an interview, like it was. Yeah, just but they did. It's not like they broke character. He he asked. He said, "Okay, now that I'm done talking shit about him, how is he doing?" I guess. I don't that's know. That's breaking. That's that he he came out of character and now was just talking to someone that he like a work associate who's married to his. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I might have to watch it. I would have to watch it back to to agree with you on that because that's not what I walked away thinking out of that. Probably mostly because I was focused on the who is he making amends with. And then all I could think of was Hangman and the Elite mm-hmm. and the Hung Bucks or something. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what everybody was uh, excited about. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, the only other thing that I had was with the women and after last week, I thought Hikaru Shida was the keel. What is going on with Soraya and Tony Storm? Because they turned heel on Wednesday. That make any is, fucking sense. That is the appearance. Just like out of fucking nowhere. It made no sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the fans turned on her though. Coming into the match, I was like, oh, Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. Like, oh, face versus face matchup. Yeah, you know what? This will be pretty fucking good. And then I get in the match and Tony Storm and Soraya are just heels now. Yeah. Just out of the fucking blue. It didn't make any, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, I don't know. Uh, those are the big like story things other than the three big matches from Dynamite that I had. If you have anything else before we close um, out here. No. Well, no, all right then. Next week, as a reminder, Saturday show, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Our our show is coming out Saturday, January 28th. It'll be out uh, at midnight, January 28th. We are doing our Royal Rumble prediction. So you'll have at least, I don't know, 19 to 20 hours to listen to the show to get our Royal Rumble predictions. And I'll, I'll also be tweeting out the, the spreadsheet. We'll be doing uh, Rumble winners predictions rumble final four predictions and i'll also be doing not on the show but i will also be doing the um the drawing of the random numbers for everybody where we get points based off of uh number of eliminations and if your number wins the royal rumble match and things like that uh so you'll see all that on the prediction sheet and then obviously we'll be doing the actual predictions of each match on the show saturday saturday the show comes out don't forget (laughs) <laughs> and then also the weekly recap. SmackDown tomorrow. It's probably going to be good. Raw 30. Uh, 
I don't know when NXT is building towards Vengeance Day and Dynamite's, I guess, slowly building towards Revolution, which is on March 6th. It's in early March. Something like that. That's all I know. But as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road.